Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is July the 28th, 2020. It's the 137th day of the virus, and we find ourselves in Luke chapter 9. We're going to start in verse 28, and we're going to drill down on verse 33 today. I'll read. Now, about eight days after these sayings, he took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And as he was praying, the appearance of his face was altered, and his clothing became dazzling white. And behold, two men were talking with him, Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. So just a couple things to review. Uh, Jesus brings his prayer team up the mountain. He uh, is interiorly uh, glorified. His uh, appearance of his face gets changed, illuminates from the inside. Even his clothing, uh, the Greek word means as bright as lightning. So Jesus changes a lot. Two guys show up from um, historical... Old Testament guys, Moses and Elijah, one representing the law, maybe, uh, that's Moses, and one maybe representing the prophets, that would be Elijah. These are guys that uh, Jesus was confused with. Herod got confused about them. Uh, Who do people say that I am? These are two of the guys that were mentioned. So Jesus is obviously distinguishing himself from, from these people. And then what do they discuss? They discussed his uh, departure, which is the most central activity in history. It's the it's the event that separates B.C. from A.D. before Christ, after died, uh, or in the year of our Lord. Uh, so they talk about the most important thing that is ever going to be done. Of interest, they know about it, apparently or at least we're informed about it. And then we get to the... uh, Just before we go, I I just want to just emphasize how fun it would be to talk to Elijah and Moses. We know more about these kind of people from the Old Testament because the Old Testament tells us about their interior life. I would say we know more about the interior life of these biblical, I dare say call them characters or people, they're not characters, and they're not made up, they're real people, uh, than any person of their era, of their generation. <clears throat> and they're interesting people. Moses, he kills a guy. Elijah, he struggles with the Lord. These are very real. Uh, these are not, you know, the flannel graph, you know, Moses is so great, Elijah is so great, even though they are great. <clears throat> they, they're... They have very real struggles, just like you and I have very real struggles, and I think they would be fascinating to talk uh, talk to. So, verse 32, Now Peter and those who were with him were heavy with sleep, but when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. And as the men were parting from him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents. One for you, and one for Moses, and one for Elijah. And then a little comment, not knowing what he said. So, you got to cut Peter some slack again. Yeah, he says it is good 
True or false? Master, it is good that we are here. I say so. You know, they're on the A team of Jesus. They're on the A prayer team of Jesus. Uh, they're experiencing something that no one in history has ever experienced. You've got Jesus and two guys from uh, Jewish history. And Peter basically says, I have an idea. Let's. And Peter's an external processor. The thoughts that he has inside his head, they come out, not just in this example in, in the Bible, many examples. And it says that the criticism or critique is not knowing what he said. I think that's just Peter saying what's inside his head with maybe without thinking of it or not really understanding what it takes to, to make these guys on loan from heaven or what it took the Moses and Elijah to crack open these two worlds, heaven and the current world, and interject them for a moment. And I think Peter is just saying, hey, if we could just stay here forever, if we could freeze this moment, uh, that would be good for me. And I and my buddies will make tents for you guys, not for ourselves, we'll make tents for you. I think Peter is saying, I have questions. I have, I'd love to talk to these guys, and I think so would you. First of all, I long to be home. I long to be in heaven. This world's not the greatest in some ways. Uh, it, how fun it would be to talk about the champions of faith, guys that have, guys and women that have wrestled with God, that have made some bad choices and maybe had some regrets, but certainly guys that have, they've been in the presence of God. It would be, how fun it would be to talk to one of those guys or an angel. What is that like? What do I have to look forward to? What was your walk like when you were walking on the planet? And maybe even, hey, I am on this planet and I, I need some advice. What can you help me with? How can I do better? So I hear Peter saying, these are my people. These heavenly people are my people. Like Martin Lloyd-Jones. These are the people I belong to and I'm going to belong to them. If not now, in a, in, in a little while. So let's get this party started now. Uh, he doesn't realize that there's a cloud coming, and we're gonna we'll talk about that tomorrow. Good, got a very exciting scriptural passage tomorrow. So my conclusion today is just one of thanks, Lord, for your your people. You give us a glimpse of your 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 people in heaven. These these great people, these faithful people. These guys are famous, but there's a lot of unfamous people in heaven that have walked faithfully. Your glory is all over them. You're and and to boot, you're there, uh, Jesus, obviously. And then we get this great view of what I am going to be like in heaven. That I'm going to keep my identity and my personhood and have ability to converse with you, and interact with you, and maybe reflect your glory, Lord. I can, I cannot wait for this. Let let it be today. Amen.